0: Welcome back to this edition of the Pixie Dust podcast. We're very happy to be with you today talking about Walt Disney World and the on-property resort situation, the hotels that you can stay in when you go to Walt Disney World. You don't have to stay on property. You can stay off property. There's a lot of options there as well, but I highly, highly, highly recommend Getting yourself on property because it just adds to the magic. Joining me, as always, Erica Murphy, who is with Magic Expeditions Vacations. Magic Expeditions. Me. Me.
1: Magic Expeditions. All right. Me. Book with me. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So is it magicexpeditions.com?
1: Yes. magicexpeditions.com. Erica at magicexpeditions.com. Perfect. So if
0: you have questions, I'm not telling you to go book your trip with Erica, but you could go book your trip with Erica. But if you have questions, that's kind of what this podcast in general is about. How do we... Get you past that first buffer of, i kind of maybe like to go to Disney mm-hmm. World. Maybe you want to go by yourself. Maybe you want to go with a significant other. Maybe you want to take the kids. Maybe you want to take generations of, of your family all mm-hmm. at one time. Lots of questions go into it. And what we're doing here on these episodes with Erica is breaking it down so that you can enter into this conversation with the information you need. So, resorts are a complicated conversation because there are different tiers of resorts. And uh, Erica, first of all, I'd like to start at the value end, sure. but can you kind of give us an overview of options that people have when they decide, I think I want to stay on property? What, what kind of amenities do you get when you do stay on property?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot, and I am a huge spreadsheet nerd, so even before I was a travel agent, I worked out what would be the difference between staying on property and off property and the pros and cons, and and there's a laundry list that we can go through, but the basic overview is staying on property is really the most convenient way to do Disney, and you get free transportation, so especially if you have little ones, it's easy to go back and forth. I always like to say... Included.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't always feel free, but free uh can translate to included. That's what one of my my cousin was telling me how people were like, Oh, and this is free too and the the dad was always like, You mean included? Yeah. Same thing. Whatever makes whatever flows your boat.
1: Well, and you know, if you were staying off property. And it's not included. It's not free. So I guess you'd be paying. You pay. You pay to stay somewhere, right? Salesperson. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: I'm just like, tell me whatever (laughs) makes me feel good about myself inside.
1: But yes, it's it, it is no extra
0: expense to get from the resort into the parks or to Disney Springs. Um, or to the water parks yes. when you stay on property, exactly.
1: And you know, there, like you said, that there's there are different tiers that you could stay at. So there's actually four levels of room. So they have the campgrounds, which I have a family that uh, her parents have an RV, so they are taking the RV to the campgrounds, and I have some I have some acquaintances who did that for. At least six months, one year. They oh, my
0: Literally. They gosh. were annual pass holders. Yeah. And they had the RV situation, and they just
1: went and spent, like, half the year at Disney. That's, like, my retirement dream. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Damn, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, look forward to this, Braden. Bring the
1: grandkids and pull up a trailer behind you. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to need one of those big, like, double wides, though, because I don't know if I could if need I it. Need extra live space. A, yeah, I need the space. Uh, but that brings you back to the Disney resorts is that with the different room levels that there's villas if you want more of a home feel with a closed bedroom and At a kitchen. At each
0: of the resorts or most of the resorts. Most of the resorts.
1: Mm-hmm. And then there is the moderate which is kind of the middle ground. It's going to be a little bit easier with transportation. It's going to be a little bit more compact property so that you don't have so far to walk to dining and transportation. And then the value resorts which are really accommodating for any budget. It's going to be a larger property. There's going to be a um, A little bit longer of a walk to transportation. It could be a little bit further from the parks. But for the value of that, uh, it's a great option as well. So let's
0: start there because value resorts, I know people, because, well, I've had this inclination. And my friends who are booking uh, their very first trip with their three children, um, who are like my kids' age, they're all under 10, they were talking about value resorts and they're like, I don't know if I want to go to Disney and stay at a value resort. And the first thing that you need to understand about anything Disney is when you go to Disney World, everything has an extra level of Walt Disney's touch. Yeah. The value resort will be probably nicer than any resort or hotel room that you've stayed in. Absolutely. Elsewhere.
1: It's not when you say value, you think of like. Holiday Inn. Not that there's anything wrong with Holiday Inns, but that's kind yeah. of where your mind goes to when you're thinking of like kind of steril. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's not by any means the the value properties. How I explain it, it's going to be the same quality, the same level of service. Everything is crisp and clean. They just redid uh, Pop Century, which is a value resort. There's the Skyliner there, which is a great transportation option. The main thing from the values is just that it's going to be a larger resort, so it's going to be a little bit more crowded. It's going to be a little bit further away from the parks, and that's basically it. The rooms are going to be a little bit smaller, but if you're planning on spending the majority of the time in your parks, which you're going for anyway, it's a great option for budget families. It's
0: so worth, if if you're looking at this and it's your first foray into going, which this is how my husband and I planned our first one. We wanted to go. We didn't want to spare an expense that was going to cause a decent investment to be cheapened sure, in any way because you're going to Disney World and when you're spending a few thousand dollars, you want to make sure that you're not coming back going, well, I really wish I would have done this yeah. instead. You want it to be amazing, but staying at a value resort is a great way to provide all of that magic that Disney World has to offer mm-hmm. when you haven't done it before and you don't really know The landscape, you don't really know, especially like when we go talk about moderate and up to deluxe resorts. And when you stay at a value resort at Disney World and you get to go to the parks, probably most of the time you're spending will not be in your room Mm -hmm. or even at the resort for for first timers. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad idea at all, even if you're somebody I know a lot of people who go, who are repeat annual visitors multiple times a year who will go stay at value resorts because there's something big that just opened, they want to go back and they know they're going to stay in the parks, they're Mm -hmm. going to be shopping, they're going to be uh, eating and they don't want to spend a lot of money on a fancy resort that they're not going to spend much time in, like the purpose of that trip is to be in the parks and experience the rest of the world I think it's a great...
1: Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. But with the values, too, they don't necessarily have a whole lot of sit-down dining options with it. But the good thing about Disney, too, is that you can visit any of the resort properties. So just because you're not staying at a deluxe resort doesn't mean that you can't get a dining reservation at that property. Yeah, so that's,
0: that's very true. So you could, if you're making a first trip, you could go... Stay at a value resort. Experience mm-hmm. the magic. If you're there going for the first time, you're going to want to be in the parks a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. But then take some time. If you do a resort day where you plan on staying at your resort, you can go poke around other resorts and say, you know, like if you've kind of gotten the bug, if it's if it's bitten you, and you're like, yeah. Man, i going have to come back here. I wonder what else is out there. You can go tour these other resorts. Yeah. You, you can shop at them. You can eat at them. Uh, pool hopping is not as prevalent as it used to be before. They say That's you're supposed to big no
1: no. Yes, yeah, you're supposed to swim. <laughs> swim
0: at your own pool yeah. but you can still see yeah what other resorts offer when you go eat there yeah. or when you go stop at a shop
1: or grab mm-hmm. a treat or something like that. One of my favorite things to do, and I think I told you this, is is to watch the fireworks at the Polynesian. Yeah. So they pipe the music in. There's a beach area there. They have Disney movies that play out on the in the courtyard. You can grab a Dole Whip and even though I'm not staying on property, I'll put my feet in the water. Uh-huh. And it's just it's such a lovely experience because each one of the resorts are very themed, whether mm-hmm. it is in your face Disney, like the some of the value resorts there's the all-stars which have the larger than life disney characters or the polynesian which is a deluxe resort that has more of a hawaiian feel to it so it's going to be more tropical plants and tropical music and and so you can either choose to be in your face disney or maybe a little more relaxing and but the themes for each property is just amazing so when you go to these places even if you're not staying in that room, you still feel like you're being transported to a different area. So
0: what are the names of all the value resorts that are available?
1: So there's the three all-stars. So there's the all-star movie, all-star music, and all-star sports. And one of the things about those two is they do all share a bus line. So when I was talking about it's a little, um, with the transportation, it's going to take a little bit longer because you're sharing a bus line with those other properties. There's the art of animation, which is a great option for families because they have suites. And so it is going to have a closed bedroom. It's going to have a Murphy bed that you can put up for the kids to play during the day and sleep during the night those are very Mm Disney-themed, so... The Art of Animation is going to be the celebration of animation. It is one of the newer, uh, it is the newest value Resort. And they have the suites and they do have the standard room there as well. So if you have, I think they sleep
0: six? in the suites do. Mm-hmm. So the suites sleep six. So that's kind of a great opportunity. If you've got young kids and maybe yeah. you want to bring grandma or grandpa or grandma and grandpa along and you've got a family of four, mm-hmm. you can all stay in the same place there. Yeah. Or if you just want a place where... Mom and Dad get a separate bedroom yeah. where the kids can kind of, you know, sprawl out mm-hmm. elsewhere. That is a very nice thing to have if you yeah. are at Disney and it's it's like very full sensory to be at Disney World. Yeah. To have that quiet time at the end of the day is also a great thing, but uh, yeah.
1: And a lot of the rooms at Disney do have like a little mini fridge area, but it's really nice to have a kitchenette, which is what the suites have at Art of Animation. So, um, you know, when we go with Brayden, it's, we're going to have snacks, you know, we'll have the make and breakfast in the morning. So it's really nice to have a little kitchenette area to kind of come back for snacks mm-hmm. and naps and, and kind of get away from the park a little bit. So those are the value resorts. There's actually one more Pop Century as a oh, value okay, as well. Yeah. In Pop Century, the rooms were just refurbished. They just finished that in uh, this past summer. So it's a really, really great option. And the Art of Animation and Pop Century are both going to be on the Skyliner route, which is going to make getting to Hollywood Studios and Epcot really, so really convenient. The
0: Skyliner is a like a gondola system where you get in and you basically just fly on to the yeah. next place. Um, I want to talk about cost differential for Mm -hmm. each of these, but I want to save that to the end. Sure. So let's move on to the moderate resorts. My experience, I've been twice Mm -hmm. now. I went in 2018 and went in the summer of 2019 and both my experiences were at moderate resorts, mostly because at the time that was the cheapest thing that was available with the rooms and the offers that we we booked so just because a value is a value doesn't necessarily mean that your greatest value is going to be at it just kind of depends on the offer the time of Mm -hmm. year Um, so tell us a little bit about the moderate resorts, and I'll kind of give my experience there.
1: Yeah, so the moderates are going to be a little more compact that we were talking about, so it's not going to have that big uh, kind of outdoor feel. They're going to be a little more uh, themed on the relaxation side, maybe not so much in-your-face Disney like the All-Star And by compact, you mean like quantity of rooms and spread,
0: the land that it
1: takes up, not the room size. Exactly. Um, The moderate I'm most excited about, and this is actually... Again, this is going to be my first time going as a parent, so we've gone without kids. We stay at the Coronado because it's also a conference center. Mm -hmm. So most of the people that go to that resort are there for the conference. So the pools are always really quiet. The resorts are so it's it's kind of fun. It's a Mexican theme, Mm -hmm. so it has like the dig grounds in the pool. So and there's a nice little area in the in the middle with a big lake. It's very beautiful. Uh, They have casitas there, which is really cool too. If you're just going, you know, as an adult kind of thing, they have what. Casitas like a little, um, like a little hut. Like oh, a, yeah. I don't know what a casita is. <laughs> I'm not fancy. I'm bougie. What's a, what's, what's a? I know what a tree house is. It's this not is... a tree. It's more like a little, <laughs> like a, like a hut. I yeah. guess would be the best. No, way to I, say. once you said that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I didn't know the fancy actual word for it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, look at that hut. Look at the hut. It's a hut. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Coronado just had a huge facelift too. So they are. We've talked about they're getting ready for the. The big anniversary in 2021. So a lot of these rooms are getting facelifts and makeovers. So uh, that is a really, really good option for a moderate resort. They just put built a big tower that there's more rooms there. So mm-hmm. that's a good one. Um, and then there's also the Port Orleans. Yes. Which has the French Quarters and Riverside. So
0: it's two resorts within one larger resort. And I have stayed at both of those. The first year we went, we stayed at Port Orleans and we were not eight, or uh, French Quarter. And we were not allowed to go back there because our three year old turned, to, or two year old became a three year old, and Disney was like, "And you were a person." <laughs> so, French Quarter is amazing. If you, I don't mind. I think that the value resorts and 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 the up in your face Disney esque animation, you know, relationship that is out there for you to take in when you're walking around the resorts, I definitely think that that is something my kids would just be in awe of but since mama and papa here are paying for the vacation we like to be able to go back to the resort and maybe have it toned down a little bit and feel a little more relaxed and the Mm -hmm. French Quarter and Riverside they're very Orleans themed because it's Port Orleans kind of feels a little in some respects kind of feels a little bit like home here in St. Louis where we are because there's there's a French flair to it as Mm -hmm. well but it's Beautiful. The gardens are around. It. The resorts are meticulous and gorgeous, as they are throughout Disney. But it's just a little. It's just a little calmer, yeah, than the value resorts present themselves. Mm-hmm. And as you said, the smaller size French Quarter is significantly smaller, yeah, in scope mm-hmm. as a res- as a resort that that Riverside is. But Riverside accommodates five people. They have the Murphy bed in the room with the two. Uh, full beds, I guess, that are in the room that we stayed in in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do also get both those places have sit down restaurants.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if French Quarter. No, does, French Quarter does not. But yet. they have
0: a really amazing quick service. They have beignets that yeah. you can get that are that are must get. They also have beignets that you can squirt some
1: booze into, mm-hmm. and they are
0: delicious.
1: And the um, I'm really looking forward to our Disney food. Yes, <laughs> yes, there's so much to talk about.
0: That might have to be a series. We might have to split that up. So um, as far as my family has gone, we have experienced the moderate resorts as as a a resident there when we stayed in in the Port Orleans. If you are a family of four, I would say go to French Quarter over Riverside. Yeah. Uh, But Riverside was a really great experience, too.
1: Yeah. When I when I quote people that haven't been before, I, I typically show them a, a room at each level, just so that you can get an idea for pricing. And French Quarters is usually my go-to for a, a moderate family. Yeah. And, and it's also affordable. It's affordable. It's a great value. It's a great, great room. Um, there's also the Caribbean Beach Resort. Mm-hmm which also saw a little bit of a facelift this past year. Uh, and that's going to be more of a Caribbean flair. And they also have the fifth sleeper. So they have the two queen beds with the pull down Murphy bed, which is really nice for getting ready and having space. And, and Is that on that. the Skyliner? The Caribbean beach is not on that's the Skyliner. Not on the Skyliner. No, okay. it's just the, the Skyliner. Oh, is it? I need to double check that. Yeah, I
0: think it might be. I think you're right. I think it might be because I think that might be one of the things you were telling me that when we were considering this next trip that
1: maybe possibly. It is on the Skyliner. I was wrong. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: So the the other transportation options you'll get at a resort, and I'm not saying it's only going to be. You know, only at value can you get this or only at moderate or deluxe can you get that. But different resorts based on their locations will have different transportation options to different places based mm-hmm. on where they're placed in Walt Disney World as a whole. Uh, for instance, the Port Orleans resorts, you can take a boat to Disney Springs mm-hmm. so you can just get on a boat right there and in, in, at Riverside. It's really cool. It's at the Sasagula River, which Walt Disney made because he needed a river there. Yeah. Which is what they do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just amazing yeah. the way the technology works behind the place. But you get on a boat, you take a nice little boat ride to Disney Springs, have a meal, come back home on the boat. It's very relaxing. It's very nice. Um, but you do have to take the buses to the parks. Yeah, Other places you might have no boats, but you might have a bus and a Skyliner. Other places you might have boats that take you directly to the parks
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, or a train a monorail yeah so the, there are different things that each resort offers and everybody has different needs yeah and different like wants and mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to say these are the things that I want I want to be able to walk to the magic kingdom or I want to be able to walk into epcot and drink around the world whatever those are yeah you, those are things that you can tell erica or ask erica like where would be the best place to do this or how and mm-hmm. and just you know email her and ask her the questions if you have them, if you're just kind of ruminating on the idea of maybe going.
1: Yeah, and that's why, you know, we talk about this multiple times, but every family's going to do Disney differently. The way that we do different do Disney is different than the way that you guys do and maybe different than somebody else, so I always like to have that initial conversation and just kind of see what their family style is. Are you more leisurely? Are you more wanting to go from rope drop to fireworks? You know, what does that look like? And then we can, there's over 25 properties and on Disney, so the probability of finding something that Matches what you're looking for and your budget is pretty high. The other thing I would say too
0: is that you might not have any idea what you want to do, right? Which is very common. You're like, yeah. I think, I, I think I want to be in Disney World. Mm-hmm. That's about all I know. Yeah. So that's where having somebody like Erica help you is great because. She can ask you questions that common people in your position do. And just a reminder, if you use a a Disney travel agent like Erica, it costs you nothing extra and she'll always be on the hunt for deals for you. So uh, in my experience of working with Erica, I have saved thousands of dollars on my trips that if I booked them myself or I don't know what everybody else's setup is, but I know that when you work with Erica, it's... It, it, it has
1: saved me money. Yeah. So I'd encourage people to reach out and ask questions. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. And it's, it's really exciting for me. Like, that's the best email is when... Because I'll just go ahead and apply the promo so that I can just grab it. Because when you... When Disney has promos that come out, it's not that you have until Christmas to to book this, it's a limited amount of rooms. So if they release fifty rooms at the Coronado and then at a specific promo. At a specific promo for specific travel dates, if you just so happen to fall in that, I'm gonna grab it because if I don't somebody else will yeah.
0: and, and you'll get an email that says, Hey, I just saved you five hundred dollars you'll best. be like Woo <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> except for another day. Uh, yeah, unless you end up seeing, you know, the promo <laughs> announced two days later on a blog and you're like, oh, Erica, can we get this? And you're like, let me check. And there are a thousand rooms at that resort and they gave 75 the opportunity to book this and they were gone at, within the first hour that the yeah. promo was released because people like Erica are doing that for people and it doesn't cost you anything. In fact, it saves you money. Yeah. So Erica, um, it's Erica with a K mm-hmm. at Ma- magic
1: vacation, magic, magic Expedi- com. Say it again. <laughs> Erica with a K uh-huh. at magicexpeditions.com that's R I K A yeah all right, all right, and then the last one at the moderate is the cabins. Uh, so Disney's Fort Wilderness is actually a deluxe resort, but they do have cabins, which are—it's um, not something that I typically put people in because it is very secluded. So it's not going to be convenient going to transportation. It's not really going to be convenient going to the parks. It's more for the people that are wanting to stay for six months and do more of a leisurely, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of thing. Um, I had somebody who was driving. If you have your own car, it's a little bit easier just to kind of get a scope of Fort Wilderness. I mean, they have horseback riding and they have creeks and they have archery like it is. It's a wilderness. So the cabins are made to feel like you're not on a resort. Mm-hmm. So um, it is going to have bunk beds. It's going to be your own little area. It has a kitchen. So there's a lot of room. But they have their own bus system within the re- the resort because it's such a huge property. So I don't want to put somebody in there because they, they're they very affordable. They're a very great accommodations. But once you get there and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's going to take me 20 minutes just to get to the pool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this isn't what I was expecting. It so. might, too, be the thing, though, that suits a certain kind of uh, guest that
0: wants to separate themselves from yeah. all of the madness, all of the craziness. Yeah. Um, So the juxtaposition between doing a rope drop to fireworks evening where you get to come back and relax the next day and kind of be off on your own. It it might be the case that you're the rope drop to fireworks person, but maybe you are married to somebody who is not. Right. And maybe that's that's the trade off. Yeah. Like, look at this. These beautiful accommodations that we can stay in and experience Disney World in a way that somebody who maybe is more outdoorsy or does like that vibe. It's just one of the many ways that Disney accommodates people Everybody. who are looking at very different experiences, and and it's it's really I I challenge individuals to say, well, I was really hoping to have this kind of experience, mm-hmm. and not be able to find it somewhere in Disney.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, like I said, you can still go, and and we can set up a, a horse riding horses, and there's fishing there. So yeah. I mean, there's different excursions that you could do that if you are looking for something like that, but maybe want to stay a little bit closer to property, we can always pick and choose sure. what, what works best for you, too. So, so those are the moderate ones. Those are the moderate and now the Deluxe, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is the most convenient as far as transportation goes. They're going to be uh, closer to the parks. Um, in fact, three of them are on the monorail that we talked about, mm-hmm. which is just a very quick ride to uh, Magic Kingdom or Epcot. And um, they're going to be a higher on the on the dollar amount side, but it's the accommodations that you pay for. So. Yeah, I think, too, that. Not everybody has the luxury of being being able to say time is
0: money. Yeah. And I have certainly lived a good portion of my adult life being a, a young parent with mm-hmm. young kids, knowing that I, I, being able to say time is money is a luxury. But when you do have kids and you are going to Disney World, there is definitely something to be said about the time that you spend going from point A to point B mm-hmm. and the amount of experience you're trading to save. Now, if that's what you need to do to make Disney World happen for you, Absolutely do it and when people I've heard people say oh you don't want to stay at a value because you're gonna be on the buses all the time and it's terrible please stop it yeah the the value is 100% worth it if that's what makes it a responsible decision for you to go to Disney Mm -hmm. you will have an amazing time and if you are not somebody who's thinking. Uh, like, I have to have the deluxe accommodations, and I don't want to be spending any amount of time that I don't have to be traveling from point A to point B. Both of those situations are okay. But please, please, please do not get talked out of making a trip to Disney World because someone said you're going to be sitting on a bus. Disney World is a lot about lines and waiting. And yeah. and the experience at the end of those lines and the end of the waiting is worth it yeah. in in pretty much every circumstance. Yeah. So the deluxe I'm staying at a deluxe with my husband, um, but kind of one of the lower tier deluxes, if you have if you would have someone rank them here at the end of January. So I've never experienced one of them before. um, But I'm interested to see, like, is this going to feel is this going to feel deluxe to me? Because honestly, everything Disney feels deluxe to me.
1: Yeah, it's going to be different in the way that, you know, you can walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So that's really nice. Uh, The pools, I am so excited for you to hear what you think about this pool because it has a sand bottom. And Mm -hmm. so it feels like you're in the ocean. So it's just little things like that that, um, in my opinion, I really enjoy the deluxe. We, I'm trying to think. I don't think we've ever stayed as many times as we've gone. I don't think we've ever stayed without a promo. So they always have something come out. And we were lucky enough to where we had the flexibility that if something came out, like they announced free dining, we're like, yeah, we're going. Sure. So if if there was a promo, more than likely we were going to go. And that's why it makes there's always something out there. But um you know we mentioned the 3 on the monorail. So the contemporary is one of the first properties which is really cool cuz the monorail actually goes through the lobby. Mm-hmm. So that is um I think that's really cool. I think when people if if you're like me, I went once in
0: I think 1989 or 1990. Mm-hmm. And I remember the monorail's existence yeah. cuz I was 6 maybe. And I remember it was weird to go back with my children because we ate at Chef Mickey's, which is at the Contemporary. And the monorail was going through the building. And I, I, I had the recollection of of being a child and being like, this is bizarre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there goes a train. I'm in the hotel and there it goes. Yeah. Right through the building. That's kind of crazy. But, you know, in this day and age where we have... Cameras and our phones, and we take yeah. pictures of everything. I think these memories are going to be preserved for our kids a lot more than they were for us. I oh, mean, you had sure. to take one ten film, pop it in a camera, <laughs> and hope you got three <laughs> out of twenty four photos to come out. Right. Um, but the monorail at the contemporary, and and the way the contemporary looks, mm-hmm. I it it's it's it leaves an impression on you because of the classicness of it and its proximity to Magic Kingdom.
1: And it's so one of my favorite restaurants on property is the California Grill, which is in the top of the Bay Lake Towers at the Contemporary Resort. And it's so funny because the last time that we went, um, I actually thought that's where I was going to get engaged because it overlooks the Magic Kingdom and it has a really beautiful dinner and um, they pipe in the music and they turn the lights off and you see the fireworks. And it's like, it it is one of hands down my favorite places in this entire universe Yeah, and we were getting ready and i mean i was nervous and and dan was nervous and i look over and the couple next to me got engaged oh. and i was <laughs> like are you kidding me and it didn't happen which it's i mean the way that everything happened is exactly yeah. how it was supposed to happen but i just you're happily married with a child now i am and it, it was perfect out. but it was just so funny that that's what but you can you can have that dining experience mm-hmm. if you want to propose i have so many ideas contact yeah. me there you go <laughs> cuz i kept thinking it was going to happen we befriended on our last <laughs> in
0: our last trip this couple this family not a couple cuz we happened to be getting on the buses from the resort mm-hmm. at the same time like maybe three times or something and my chatty 3-year-old was just yeah. talking him up and it was ridiculous and i can't shut her up so she's <laughs> a lot like her mom and uh, the last night we were there was the last night they were there. Our, we were waiting in the lobby to leave at the same time. It's very bizarre. They're from Boston, I believe, mm-hmm. and they. The last night they were there, there was a couple of them that got engaged. Yeah. So we like kind of celebrated with them. I and and they've they've like one of them I think has liked our Facebook show page and has commented on there like oh yeah. how's how's little Evelyn doing? It makes me so happy because like you're these people across the world that we just met on a bus at disney multiple times and now we know a little bit about each other
1: well and i joke about this all the time but like disney people are the best people because (laughs) it's you know you joke about drinking the kool-aid but when you go on these trips there's it's like a community like there's so many people that listen to these shows and that go onto the boards and it's you really feel like you're part of a family and so meeting people like that all the time is so common and it's 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 magic. I think that there's something too, because I would say that I was certainly not
0: a Disney person. <laughs> Even getting on the plane to go to Disney the first time. I would say, Yeah, we're taking our kids to Disney. We're really excited, but uh I'm not really like a Disney person. The kids are really gonna love it. Oh my gosh, I'm a Disney person. Yeah. What Disney told what Disney taught me, and I didn't know I was going in for a lesson. Mm-hmm. But what Disney, what Walt Disney World taught me was that being a very simple kind of happy is a very good thing. Yeah. And to to allow yourself to simply be entertained, treated well, live in a in, like live for a, a moment in time at a place where things are done the right way. Yeah. Good grief, could we use more of that in this world? Yes. I think so. I mean, it's really it sounds, I guess, a little cheesy to say it that way, but it's really changed my outlook on life, mm-hmm. because if you can do it at Disney World, which is a very capitalistic enterprise, they're making a few dollars down there in Walt Disney World, yeah. but they're spending a few dollars down oh there my at gosh, Disney World. Yeah. And if if they can do this and invest in doing things the right way and be so successful, yeah. like, let's all shift our perspective a little bit and and maybe focus try to be happy there's not a lot of things out in the real world that are i mean there's a lot that's out there just trying to seek and destroy yeah and disney disney i just think about it it makes me smile yeah and so i'm like well i would like to do that more so i'm gonna think about disney more and smile about it more which is why we do podcasts like this because there are folks out there like you who are listening right now and you're thinking yeah this does kind of sound fun but i don't know And he sounds like one of those Disney people. Yeah. I promise you. Two and a half years ago, I was not this person. Mm -hmm. It it really did make a difference in my life.
1: Yeah. And that's what I I mean. I love it's for me. I love the parks. I love the mouse, obviously. But it is it's the experience. Mm -hmm. It's the whole package. And um, it's just I encourage everybody. The memories that you're going to make is just it's worth every single penny. It is. I just can't stress that enough. It,
0: It absolutely is. Um, so let's list off here before we wrap up. Let's yeah. list off the deluxe resorts yeah. that people can stay at so that they can get familiar with the names.
1: So the three on the monorail is going to be the contemporary that we just talked about. The Polynesian, which has you can also see the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. And they're all kind of in a little mm-hmm. little uh, loop, loop yeah. around um, the Magic Kingdom. And then uh, the Grand Floridian, which is just has a really great bar that just opened up, which I'm really excited. That's Beauty and the Beast theme. Yeah. i really excited about that. Um, and so those are the three. And it's also a, a wedding chapel at uh, Grand Floridian. So, if you're thinking about doing a Disney wedding, it's a beautiful play- place with a castle in the background. You will make Erica's life if you let her help you. Please, with her- somebody, somebody, just somebody. get for the sake of this. <laughs> you don't even have to like the
0: person. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I,
1: I, I will go and be your planner. And I will do that for you <laughs> if I have to. Um, so then also kind of in that route that's not on the monorail, but is kind of in that general area is the wilderness lodge that we talked about. And they have the um a lodge area there too that's not just the cabins and the campgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, So then we're going to kind of go off to the Epcot area, and that has the Beach Club and the Yacht Club. And again, there's kind of like a lake that goes around there, and it has the boardwalk. And both of those, all three of those, you can walk. There's a walking trail to Epcot and Hollywood Studio, which makes it really convenient. It's a much
0: different vibe to be able to access Epcot. In walking distance, then like the contemporary, yeah. you can walk to the Magic Kingdom. It's the yeah. only resort that that has the, the capability to just trot right on over there on your own. But if you... It appeals to my husband and to me to be able to walk to Epcot down the line. Because I see a time where my kids are maybe, when they're older, yeah. if they want to go to... A different, they want to go to Hollywood Studios, and we just want to go grab like a nice dinner for mm-hmm. the two of us at La Cellier in Canada yeah. and in the World Showcase at Epcot, then have a nice steak dinner for, for ourselves. We can maybe have some drinks around the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a slower pace than pretty much the rest of Walt Disney World. That's how we do Disney, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, I think that the Epcot resorts, the deluxe Epcot resorts, are more appealing to me because. In the long haul, I don't think that my goal is going to always be to be as close to Magic Kingdom as possible. Yeah. I think that I want, I'll probably want to experience more of what Epcot has to offer if I go back frequently. Yeah. Just because the experience, the food, the drinks, mm-hmm. is, and the shows that they have there that they're adding as well. Yeah. And the festivals, I think, is, the a, festivals, is, man. A, is a major yeah. plus.
1: And that's what we tend to gravitate towards, the Epcot resorts, just for that exact reason. Um, but... It's every family's going to be different, mm-hmm. so it's really yeah. exciting. Um, and then the last deluxe one, which I loved staying here, but it's furthest away from everything is the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm -hmm. So the Animal Kingdom Lodge is exactly that. So it has a savanna in the middle to where if you get a savanna room, which I would highly recommend if you're going to stay there, um, you may as well, we'll do that. Uh, You can like wake up and see the giraffes eating and there's zebra and all kinds of animals. It's very, very, very beautiful. It's beautifully themed. Uh, We went there for Christmas, I guess it was two years ago now. And... um, Beautiful, beautiful. There's the resorts, Jico, The cooking house is really delicious. Great cuisine, uh, African flavors. And it's just, it's it's a large property and it's furthest away. So mm-hmm. when I think of the deluxe resorts, that's probably one of the ones that I would recommend not going for convenience, but more for the ambiance, which yeah. is, is very, very cool too. Awesome. And then there's the deluxe villas, which are in each one of those, which mm-hmm. are going to be more of the um, suite feels where it's going to have one to two bedrooms. It's going to have a kitchen, maybe a second bathroom. So the deluxe villas are going to be more for your extended stays, more of uh, larger families. Yes, yeah, you want to
0: bring a couple people in. and I mean, they're expensive, <laughs> but if you've got three people going in on the cost, consider yeah. your options. It might be the right thing for your family.
1: Yeah, and the Riviera Resort that just opened this oh, yeah. past month, that's a deluxe villa. And it, I mean, obviously I haven't seen it yet, but it just looks stunning like unbelievable the the attention to detail that they put into these places is it's unreal
0: so just to
1: wrap up here value
0: resorts moderate resorts deluxe resorts when promos come out they will usually offer one promo that can be used at any different resorts but the application of that promo to a specific resort like maybe you'll save a little bit more if you go to yeah 30 at a
1: deluxe yeah but
0: when they're offering free dining You can get free dining at any resort. Mm -hmm. It can you don't have to be like, well, I guess I have to spend the money on deluxe and then to get the free dining. That's not necessarily the case at all. Um, But those those promos, when they do come out, are usually based on a specific number of rooms at a certain kind of resort. So then when they booked up, they're gone. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing is you talked about resort hopping. You can go check out if you're staying at a value resort. You can absolutely go tour the deluxe resorts. Mm -hmm. If you're staying at a deluxe resort and you're, you got little ones and they want to go see the big characters at art of animation. Mm -hmm. You can definitely go see the, the art and the, the way that they have larger than life understatement yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just massive I mean you can go see these things you yeah can, and you can get on the Skyliner and go from one resort to f- find yourself a, a different one on a bus and, on a, and then go on a boat you can do all of this on a resort day if you want to take yeah. one less day in the parks and then the other thing I've heard people say you know they looked at the deluxe resorts they wanted to do that but then they realized if they took if they stayed in a deluxe resort They could actually stay like a whole nother day Mm -hmm. at the parks in a value resort. Yeah. Um, it's just it's there's no wrong answer no it's your circumstances what you're expecting to get out of this trip your budget mm-hmm. and there's something for everybody yeah and that's where having someone like Erica is, is
1: yeah benefit. and and I do I do want to say I know we kind of touched on this in the beginning and we're running out of time so I won't spend too much time but there people all the time are like well I just want to stay at an Airbnb or I want to stay off property which there are options as well that you could stay off property um, the convenience of staying on property Property And weighing out the cost of the two. When you add in the extra magic hours, you mentioned about time being money, mm-hmm. the transportation that's included, the early access to book your fast passes. Huge. If you are staying off property, more than likely... It would be very hard to get, like, a flight of passage or Slinky Dog. You can book
0: your Fast Passes if you're staying on property 60 days ahead of time as opposed to off property 30 days. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah, you aren't going to get the big Fast Passes.
1: Yeah, and then, I mean, the Magic Bands, which is you don't need to leave your... can bring your Mm -hmm. magic band no wallet no purse nothing Uh, and then just having the whole Disney dining plan tickets everything all in one location Uh, those are just a few of of the benefits of staying on property so you may find an Airbnb that's a hundred bucks cheaper or however much but when you weigh out the cost of all the things that are included when staying on property in my opinion it well outweighs Mm -hmm. staying off property. Well let's make that the next podcast we do. Yeah. Let's do
0: do the benefits and the drawbacks of staying on property versus off property um, and potentially maybe we can create some scenarios in the next podcast we do. of If you're a family of five and you're trying to go with this kind of a budget, maybe some of your options would be such and such. Like maybe we can use my experience, uh, my best friend's experience and, and just kind of create some scenarios that might illustrate for you what it is. That would work for you and give you a ballpark because people want ballpark like, yeah. all right, Erica, lay it, give it to me straight. Yeah. What are we in here for? Because that really de- that determines, A, if it's doable and B, it's doable, but I'm going to need a year to plan Sure, or I need, oh, I can do that in six months or, you know, whatever the circumstances for you and your budget. The idea is to share this with as many people as we possibly can yeah. because you can get there. Yeah.
1: And we can help you do that. And just a minute. I mean, it only takes a $200 deposit to lock in your reservation and then you could start planning and then you can make a hundred payments. You could make five payments, however many you need to, as long as it's paid within 30 days of your trip. And so the
0: $200 deposit is refundable,
1: refundable and will be applied to your total.
0: S- fantastic. Yeah. All right, Erica with magic expeditions, magic Go find Erica on that website. E-R-I-K-A is her name, Erica, at magicexpeditions.com. If you have any questions, and uh, thank you for being here on the Pixie Dust Podcast. We appreciate you. And we look forward to having you come back again uh, next week. And just a reminder, I mentioned this the last time we are expanding this podcast. I'm going to be including some other people, doing some movie reviews, some Disney Plus streaming reviews, and maybe some Disney news as well. So we appreciate you here. What's the tagline? Do you have it still? You've got it. I've got it. We came up with this really catchy thing. We've been working on this and making it expand uh, so that we can do more things for you.
1: What do we got? Thanks for giving us your faith and trust on the Pixie Dust Podcast. Until next time. (laughs) See ya. See ya real real soon. soon.